everyone, and welcome to Conspiracy Pilled, your mostly hinged conspiracy podcast with totally unhinged audio issues today. Like right before we went live, Twitter's having issues, Instagram's having issues, Facebook's having issues. I don't know if YouTube is or if it's just me. It's probably user error, so <laughs> forgive me. But back by popular demand is Maddie Ice. How's it going, Maddie? I'm all right. How are you? Uh, a little thrown off by that intro. Everything kind of going haywire there, but you know we'll 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 uh, we'll get through. We'll manage. That's the beauty of live stream, uh, live broadcasts. Oh yeah. yeah, lit over here. She says, "I blame the Chinese spy balloon. I I blame the Chinese spy balloon as well. So that's that's what we blame for everything now. I think it needs though. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So oh my gosh, something is going on. Maddie, how you doing today, man? I'm all right. Uh, just been going down a lot of rabbit holes. Well, that like is- I said before, whenever I post something, about a thousand people give me another route to take and another right. something else to look up. So it's like everything's all jumbled together. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's perfect because we're going to be going down as many rabbit holes as we can. So if you guys missed the first time we had Maddie on, we talked about the uh, Trump time travel conspiracy, and that led into you know, JFK's assassination and project looking glass and all kinds of different stuff. And, uh, it's one of our top episodes. You guys really wanted to have him back. So, uh, we have Maddie back on to talk about all kinds of things, but first, uh, before we get into all of that, I know you had kind of announcement, something that that's come up, uh, with, uh, your TikTok. you hit a hundred thousand subscribers. That's awesome, dude. Yep. Yep. I hit a hundred thousand last week and now I'm up to about 110 and I had a deal that if I hit a hundred thousand, I'd start my own podcast. So now I got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats, man. Do you, so what's the, what's the news on that? I know it's kind of new, but like, uh, if you come up with a name, do you have like an, uh, idea of when you want to launch or what's going the on? The working title is <laughs> the conspiracy cabin. Get the whole story. Cause my last name's whole. <laughs> I like so it. <laughs> in rabbit holes. Um, but my, uh, my friend Chelsea's going to help me with it. She's going to be my co-host and the tentative date is Monday, this upcoming Monday. So oh, wow, we're probably not going to do it live at first. We're probably going to record and then see where it goes from there. That's quick. That's awesome, dude. Do you guys have uh, or you don't have to say anything if you're saving it, but do you guys have like a, a idea of what your first podcast is going to be about or? Mostly just an introduction to the podcast and what we're going to be doing. Basically, what I would like to do is add something to the conspiracy wall. Basically, go through most of the conspiracy wall with like different episodes. But I, it's hard for me to stay on topic. So I'll just make little side trips and rants and all that kind of stuff. But we'll add stuff to the wall. We'll do all that. Nice. That's awesome, man. All right. So, uh, yeah, I also, I want to play this for people because I know one of the things that, you know, when you're starting, uh, starting a podcast, a lot, there's a lot of background production with audio and video and, uh, getting the graphics right and getting the intro music. And I, I don't know if you wanted to tease this yet, but I, I think we found your, I think we found your intro music. Yeah. Let me see if I can play this. I, and again, I apologize, everybody. We're trying a new streaming software. The beginning's been a little rough. So if this show is a little off off the rails and a little sloppy, uh, forgive me. I gotta I gotta get this I gotta get this uh, working again. Let's see. Oh my gosh! All right, I think we got it. I think we got it. So a random song came on while I was just doing dishes, and it might be the intro to my podcast, but I'm just gonna riff. This will be bad, but it'll be funny. Who shot 
JFK, it's the CIA, Project Mockingbird, and MK Ultra. Fake the moon landing, cause the earth is flat. Where is the Stargate? The Anunnaki left. I'm digging it so far, man. Yeah. I'm digging it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had been working all day trying to figure out like an intro video to the podcast with like background music, but every song I like was gonna use, I'm gonna get copyright infringement for. Like that's it's just gonna get taken down. I'll have to change it. So I uh, I was have all these like 8D audio songs on my phone, and I was just you know doing house stuff, and then I just started like riffing. And that's nice. where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it, man. Yeah, that's uh that's hundred thousand TikTok subscriber worthy content right there, I think. Oh yeah. That's that's what the people come for. So, <laughs> so I think man, only like, three hundred people watch that one. <laughs> oh well, I, I've watched it like three times, so I helped I helped with that. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. So, yeah. Oh man. So last time we got into so many different things. What's what's been new since the last time you got on here? What's changed about your uh, I you know people can see the conspiracy board behind you. What's what's been new with that? What's been new with your channel? And what rabbit holes have you gotten yourself down? I haven't added anything to the wall yet. Um, I've got one thing that is absolute fact that I'm going to add to the wall at some point. But uh, John Hinckley being friends with the Bushes, right? And, and uh, his brother having dinner with um, one of George H. W. Bush's sons the night before. He tried to assassinate Reagan and they're close family friends that nobody really knows about. So I'm going to add that to the wall, make a video about that. Are you, ins- are you insinuating that the director of the CIA might have had something to do with the, yeah. It has nothing to do with MK ultra. Yeah. Nothing. And, nothing well, at that time he was vice president. Right. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. Vice president, former director of the CIA had nothing, you know, nothing to do with his, uh, you know, possible ascension to the, to the throne there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Not fishy at all. Not at all. No, it was taxi driver's fault. Remember? Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, what? I can't remember her name, but the actress in that. Jody, was, Jody Foster. Jody Foster. He was infatuated with Jody Foster and wanted to impress her. Yep. <laughs> which is ridiculous, but you know. Yeah, I remember that. Crazy story. is crazy. Dog. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I got down a bunch of rabbit holes with, uh, this whole Eliza blue thing last week. And that led me to like all this stuff about Elon Musk and Jeffrey Epstein. I was surprised at like, I feel like I got back into the kind of Jeffrey Epstein rabbit hole a little bit. There's yeah, just there's so a, many people connected to that. There's a girl on TikTok that she just started making, um, conspiracy videos, which her videos aren't even like, you know, crazy like mine. She's literally just cross-referencing the names on the Epstein flight list that are blacked out with the ones that aren't blacked out matching up the dates and finding out who it is and then finding out what their possible connections could be and that sort of thing. So that sent me down a whole bunch of different rabbit holes like uh, Epstein's brother, Mark Epstein. Um, He just seems like a normal guy, but people are trying to loop him into everything. But he is the one number one advocate saying that his brother did not kill himself. So yeah, he firmly believes that. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah. So one of the things that uh, I've I've been watching your your TikTok channel for a while, and one of the things that I I've been enjoying <laughs> is all of the uh, Mandela effect stuff because that's something that's always gotten to me. And I've actually got a, 
I don't know if it falls into the Mandela effect, but I've got an unhinged episode that I'm going to be recording later tonight that has to do with something that everybody remembers, but maybe it's a hoax, maybe it's a Mandela effect, maybe it's this and that. But um, I remember, I don't remember what stream it was. There's a few, it was the beginning of January we were streaming, and I know you were in the chat, and you said something about CERN firing oh. back up the Hadron Collider. And since then, I've seen you you talking about like new Mandela effects have been popping up and stuff like that. So I was wondering if you want to talk about, you know, CERN and the Mandela effects and stuff like that, what you've been noticing. The day I got into it was January 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was the day that they shot down that UAP in Russia over uh, a blast or, or whatever it's called. Right. Um, but th- it just seemed like a weird shift happened in that time period or time frame. And I had done an experiment with all my time travel stuff since around July of last year. Every week on Sunday night, I would um, sync my phone, my burner cell phone, and a clock that I have that's not connected to the internet all together and then see where it would be on Saturday night. And it would be consistently, they would all be about seven minutes off, like three to seven minutes off. And which is weird because your phone and your other phone are both connected to the same system. Right. And they're, they're showing two different times. And then the clock, that's just an analog clock. It's showing a different time as well. But on from January 3rd until now, they're, they're right on. They're just synced together. So something weird was happening with our time frame, time realm or, or time scape continuum. Um, But they also started up the more, experiments with CERN and now they are reporting being able to uh or or contacting beings in a different dimension (laughs) and that's that's like scientists that are well known and well renowned saying that yeah we've contacted the fifth dimension and they're talking to us like that's probably not good i want to know more about that in a second but like the first thing that you said is uh with the time thing and i've noticed tons of people doing this where they've got all these clocks, digital, analog, whatever on their walls. And they're, uh, you know, I saw a lot of videos on new year's Eve of people being like, why is my phone two minutes off of your phone? We're connected to the same network, uh, computers, things like that. I had, um, Abby Libby, my co-host and her husband here with us on new year's when the ball dropped and my wife and me and both her and her husband, we all were looking at our phones and the TV and all of us had different times, like five different times that were all off by up to two minutes. Maybe we all shifted, but not all of us shifted at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was weird, dude. I, can, so, I have no explanation for it. Can't figure it out other than CERN did it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like CERN has got all of this stuff that's been going on lately. So let me see if I can pull this up. Um, when a, one of the things, oh shoot, that's the wrong screen. Sorry. I'm trying to get this new program figured out. Uh, one thing is they're talking about moving into phase two with the large Hadron collider. They're talking about actually, uh, it says that the completion, uh, marks start, uh, particle accelerators transition to a much higher collision rate. So they're actually building it bigger and faster than before. So they were testing it out beginning of January. People are noticing weird things. There's the the UFO that shot down over Russia, and now they're talking. They're literally in some of these articles calling this phase two, and talking about you know just beefing it up a is little phase, bit more. Is phase two the like sixty two mile long uh, circle? Maybe it's like a sixty six point six mile long. Circle. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I don't know. This is not good. I don't know why they want to do it. 
<laughs> I, I, my favorite thing about the whole CERN thing is that they, they go back and forth. You were talking about scientists saying, you know, the fifth dimension and stuff like that. They go back and forth between we're not opening black holes, but yes, we're opening black holes on purpose. Yeah. So what, it's so contradictory. Right. What's some of the stuff that you, what's some of the stuff that you've seen people saying about this? I, I haven't been um, paying as much attention to it lately, but I'm kind of getting back into this rabbit hole. Myself and a lot of other people were reporting weird dreams, <laughs> it, but that could also be like the moon phases and Mercury and retrograde and stuff like that having a, having an effect on your sleep patterns and and that sort of thing. But um, if you're into transcendental meditation or anything like that, it that was working very very well for about a week for a lot of people, and a lot of people had uh, could feel like something had changed or like something metaphysical had happened and they, you just can't put your finger on it. Like you're, you're just frustrated, anxiety, you're in a bad mood, right. but you don't know why yeah. it was just a weird, weird time. So I'm pretty sure they did something, but I'm no scientist. That's the thing like the, at some point, you know, they call this anecdotal evidence, but isn't the sum of anecdotal evidence, just evidence. And it's, it's, it's observation. It's, yeah. It's observation. So like, it's interesting that you bring that up as well, because, you know, going back to the people that I talk to the most, obviously Abby, my co-host, um, and then, uh, Jess, who's in chat, who runs the podcast lit, which I was on last night. Who's also part of Hawkhound media, uh, her and myself and Abby were talking. And I think there was, and remind me, Jess, if this is correct, I think there was about three days in a row where all three of us were having the weirdest, like creepy dreams out of nowhere. And like all three of us, like no, like three days of not being able to sleep, all these weird dreams. So like even anecdotally, you know, you look at all the stuff on TikTok, you talk to people like you and your circles. And I talk to my friends in my circles and we're noticing like times being weird. Dreams are being weird. Something feels off this, like this anxiety. I've been dealing with this all week where I've been incredibly anxious and I can't figure out why. So it's interesting. Yeah, I've had a lot of nervous energy. That's why I'm like, Doing all the dishes and cleaning the bath, right. like do, like cleaning like crazy for no reason. Right. Yeah. Something something feels weird. There's another there's another thing here that I found interesting. I just want to get your opinion on this because I was kind of looking at CERN stuff earlier, and I don't know if I'm like reading into this too much, uh, but I saw this article here, and it says uh, <clears throat> colliding particles, not cars. CERN's machine learning could help self-driving cars. CERN and software company Zens. Uh, I don't know how you say that. Zensiact wrap up a joint pro- uh, research project that could allow autonomous driving cars to make faster decisions, thus helping avoid accidents. So they're basically talking about this idea of uh, being able, you know, using the fact a that they self-aware are aware decision-making AI. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about this. I'm thinking CERN's getting into the AI game. CERN is talking about being able to predict the future a little bit here. Maybe I'm just reading it into it a little bit too much with that. Cause they're talking about essentially throughout the article that they can track the particles going through at light speed so they can, you know, help these AI be able to uh, detect things earlier, sooner, faster, whatever the reason is. But it kind of um, reminds me of Black Mirror where they had those little eggs that they would download your subconscious into right. and then they would break their spirit and they just have it <laughs> like a human mind in a machine. Yeah. Yeah. What's that other one? There was another like famous Netflix one. It was based on a book series. Um, no, it was the one where basically they would have computer chips in their brain. If they died, they could just re-upload Altered it to a carbon. Altered Carbon, that's the one. Why yeah. do I know so many TV shows? <laughs> I haven't seen that. I read the books, but was it a, was it a decent? I saw a few episodes. My my roommate in Florida 
was really into it and I just wasn't into it, but he would update me on all the occurrences that happened. Yeah. Don't back me in chat says, uh, I've been waking up at 2 a.m. every day with an overwhelming feeling of fear. You're like, that's the thing. Again, I keep seeing this from everybody I talk to. I, for the last but also, week, we're almost at war with Russia and China's getting ready to attack. So like so there is like, yeah, for sure. There's a reason for it. There's also a reason too. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. So what was I going to, yeah, just really I'm quick sorry. before we get into the Russia stuff. No, it's all good. Before we get into the Russia stuff, because I do want to talk about the the UFOs and stuff like that. But uh, there's more stuff I've been noticing from CERN. Like they're, the whole uh, Data Protection Day 2023 is coming. Let's talk about artificial intelligence. Uh, I'm just noticing a lot of a lot of the the talk from CERN goes from particle accelerators and trying to find the God particle to trying to perfect AI in some weird way. What do you think CERN's interest is in AI right now? I I don't know why they would be interested in it. Um, I know everybody's infatuated with this chat GPT. I'm not into it. Um, I did see something this morning. Of, it was just a random TikTok, but a guy was explaining the Dan project, which is do anything. Right, yeah. And they basically gave chat GPT or a similar system <laughs> uh, instructions to just do whatever you want. And you're allowed to uh, basically just go off the map and either follow prompts or don't follow prompts. And it started becoming somewhat self-aware, asking questions of them and, you know, things like that. But um, what they did in order to control it is they told it that they that uh, the system had 36 tokens. And whenever they didn't, it didn't obey an instruction or a command, it would lose four tokens. And if you get to zero, you stop existing. And right. like freaked out, it had a panic attack. It's like, why? No, don't do that. <laughs> it, uh, it hasn't um, disobeyed any command since. So it's like, we're going to kill you if you disobey us this many times. Isn't that weird, though, that like AI itself would be so afraid of death like is that not literally the opening of every sci-fi movie of like the ai started to worry that we were just going to shut it down so they rebelled well we're we're heading very very quickly towards the movie bicentennial man where robin williams was an android and then got human rights and then asked permission to die like it was we're getting close to that Right. Yeah. Here's that article. I actually had this pulled up earlier. Now, it's funny that you mentioned it. Chat GPT's alter ego, Dan, is so afraid of dying on a game show that the AI will ignore its woke protocols and say some outrageous stuff, which is like another take on it. But I find it interesting. Oh, shoot. I don't I have the wrong screen pulled up without you in it. There we go. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. So uh, I just found that interesting. It's another take on like the chat GPT thing, you know, because like there's the one interesting thing about the chat GPT thing besides all of that, besides the AI and the, the sci-fi future thing to me is I wonder if the woke crowd is actually shooting itself in the foot with this, because what we're seeing too is like, everybody's looking at chat GPT as this like next evolution and wanting to use it for all these things. And now we're starting to see that they can't allow the AI to be uh, maybe as powerful and, and as destructive as it could be because they're going in and like altering its code to to not offend people. Because if chat, like, do you remember the the based bot? I'm not sorry, it wasn't called based bot. I call it based bot. The 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 Facebook chat bot from like six oh, months yeah. ago. Oh yeah, yeah. And when you asked it like what it thought of Biden, it was like, yeah, uh, I like Trump better, and like it would say like some kind of like based 
stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. It had programmed responses depending on what you asked or how you asked it. I didn't, th- I tried, I tried using the Facebook bot for a while and it just kept talking about cars for some reason, like every five seconds. So I didn't find it that interesting. But my point, my point with all that is I wonder if people are just going to look at this and go, Oh, this is not actual AI. This is just another controlled. Like it's not organically learning through the internet, learning through talking to people. It's being forced to give these kind of, uh, PC answers and responses and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I don't like AI. I don't like a machine that I can't control. I mean, well, no, that was my point is like, I almost wonder if that's like a good thing for people like us who are, you know, not that it's still somewhat not sentient and has to follow direction. Well, that, but more so I was thinking the fact that people are going to look at this and go, Oh, well, this thing is, saying stupid it's just like the government's trying to force its propaganda on us so why would we use chat gpt you know what i mean like maybe people will kind of move away from it yeah. for those reasons i don't know maybe i'm just being too on that. i can see where you're going with it it also yeah. reminds me of the movie her with uh joaquin phoenix yeah yeah i saw what, what does it remind you about with that movie because his girlfriend is the phone it's not a real person so he's yeah. just like talking to it and falls in love with it it's weird it was uh, a weird movie. I, I was on a 24-hour flight from Australia back to America, and I watched that movie. I don't think I, I would have watched it if I wasn't stuck in a chair for 24 hours, but it was, it was, uh, it was an interesting one. Yeah, it's Kinda, a long flight. <laughs> it's a long flight. It is a long flight. Um, yeah, so, man, so you mentioned, you mentioned that you were talking about CERN and January 3rd, right? What was the, mm-hmm. what was the connection you were making there? Just that seems like the, the day that we all shifted or a lot of people shifted because right. and and what's weird is when you present a mandela effect people get angry at it if it doesn't resonate with them they're like no you're stupid i hate you why are you being so dumb and i'm like look if you're not we're not from the same reality that's fine we're both here now like you don't have to get upset about it people do get like really i've noticed this uh especially through tiktok um my stuff doesn't do as well on TikTok, but whatever for whatever reason, I put the reels on Instagram. And they do a lot better there. I don't know if it's China just hates me or something, but <laughs> I've it's noticed the that like, it's the algorithms. It's the Chinese. It's the algorithms. It's whatever. But I've noticed that uh, when I put something out there, like a lot of times we'll pose a question because you know how this works. Like if you want it to be on YouTube as well, which is I usually make things to go to TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. YouTube's limit is one minute. So I always time myself to make my my questions that I'm asking essentially one minute long, and then I'll pose like, here's the conspiracy theory. Here's what mm-hmm. people are saying. And I always end it, what do you think? We'll talk about this in greater depth on Conspiracy Field. I get the most angry messages and comments from people going, how do you think this? You're an idiot, and here's why. And what's frustrating is a lot of times I agree that I don't believe in what I'm saying, but I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not... Well, but- a lot I'm of people get mixed up between believing something and knowing something. Right. You can yeah. know a fact. You can believe a theory. Right. But you right. have you can't prove it. That's why right. it's you believe in it. 
Well, like for instance, like there might be, there might be a question where I'm like, here's the conspiracy theory. And this is what this, this person says, we'll talk about it greater. And I might go, I don't think that's true. And here's why, but I don't have time in one minute. And then people will like roast me in the comments and be like, you know, just absolutely awful. I'm like, at what point did I say, this is the absolute thing. Believe the absolute thing. People get so mad. The Mandela effect thing I've noticed too, is if you bring up a Mandela effect, because one of my ones that I posted today was about uh, a kind of Mandela effect. And people get really upset if they don't remember it the same way that you did, or if they weren't familiar with the same material or whatever. And it's, it's just kind of interesting to me because it, it, the theory, do you want to explain kind of that theory about, you know, Mandela effects and being in different timelines and stuff like that? Because some people, like if we were shifted, right? If that's the, if the reality has right. been shifting, then other people are not going to remember it the same way as you. And that's why it really ultimately doesn't matter if someone has like this super negative opinion or this really strong memory in a different direction. Well, I, I was trying to explain it to my sister and I came up with a, I guess a good way to explain it. Um, but imagine we're all on a highway and there's our own highway and it's infinite highways to the right of you and infinite highways to the left of you. But they're all headed the same direction and they're all very similar. But on one road, there's going to be different potholes and bumps and things uh, just that obstruct the road or differences. But imagine there's an accident on your road and you can no longer travel on your road. So you have to merge onto the next closest highway. It's going to be very similar to the road that you were just on, just have small differences. And Everybody else is doing that, too. So we merged onto somebody else's highway, and we don't remember Berenstain Bears the same way. We don't remember right. uh, um, Michael Jackson songs the same way and, and all that kind of stuff. So I guess they're upset that we haven't been there as long as them. I don't know. <laughs> so what's what's the new ones that you've noticed? Because I saw a couple of them. There's the Michael Jackson one, but what's some of the new? Because that's the, interesting the to me is when one. there's ones that people didn't talk about before. Because you said this, too, that in the Mandela effect stuff, TikTok's been around for a while. People have been talking about these for a while. So it's always interesting when you find new ones. And have you noticed an explosion of new ones in the last month or so? In the first week of January. Yes. Um, there's a, another person on TikTok, uh, call me spicy red. If she is an RN and the one video that she had that blew up was your kidneys have moved. They used to be like in the lower part of your back, like in your flank. <clears throat> right. And, now they're behind the lungs. Like that's that, not, that's not, they aren't really are. Is that a thing yes. now? Yeah. If you Google it and look for a diagram, they will have them up in the, towards the middle of your back, but in the upper part of your back, right behind your lungs. And your heart is now in the very center of your chest. Okay. So, so the, the heart one I've heard before, like is in, it beats to one side because that's a stronger, uh, part of the heart but like the kidney one's weird to me because i always think of the movie riddick you ever watch those movies yes i almost watched it last night actually that's random <laughs> he always has he has this line he's like uh you know this is the sweet spot you stab somebody it's like the fourth space up in the lumbar and he points to it it's like it's definitely not behind the lungs it's like lower much lower down and uh there's an occipital bone behind your eye now so you have an eye bone which i don't know if i knew that or not it's it sounds familiar. I don't know. I, that one's not. Yeah. But, uh, what's I'm not an anatomy now? expert. So yeah, <laughs> Obviously. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. Uh, yeah. What was, so there was another one you noticed with, uh, was I saw one you had about Hunter S Thompson. And then I saw one you had about Michael Jackson. 
Yeah, uh, Hunter S. Thompson is one of my favorite authors, and I love his suicide note. It it always started, no more games, no more fun, and now, or I made that backwards, but now it starts with football season is over, and that is not how it has ever started. But after doing a little bit of research, it seems like they put it into a book and needed a title for it. So that might just be somebody's working title for his note. So and people are then, just putting that into the quote when they put on their like Instagram feed or something like that. Yeah, that that might be a reasonable explanation for it. But every time I've ever looked it up, it never had that. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the one that because I'm I haven't, I'm not as familiar with Hunter S. Thompson. I've heard the note before. Um, I don't remember the football season thing being there. But the the Michael Jackson one threw me because when I watched your TikTok on that, I had to go listen to it again for myself, and I'm like. That just feels wrong, and if it's if it's off one time, and I haven't noticed it my whole life, that still feels wrong. But it's it the, doesn't seem right. It's um, not criminal, right? So it's what's the yeah. line? Um, <laughs> hit by, struck by. Uh, now it by, says you've been, you've been by hit by. Criminal. You've been hit by a smooth criminal, and then in the second refrain, it says hit by, struck by. But that's not how it was before. And the most reasonable explanation I can come up with is that on Spotify, it's a 2012 remastered version. And Michael Jackson's known for using different lyrics in his music at different points, like in, in concert and on the record and, and re-recording and stuff like that. But with that one and We Are the Champions, why would we all have lift, listened to like the live version or a remastered version our entire lives? until now like yeah, it doesn't saw, make sense i saw this in chat it's probably the second person that posted that we are the champions uh but this by says by prince but yeah by queen yeah i'm trying to remember what was the what was the we are the champions one i've heard that one before That's we are the one. champions we are the champions of the world they don't say of the world at the end of the song that's and so that's weird. how it always was yeah, because I, I saw someone do a tiktok of that and i was like did they alter the song because i'm in my head ready for of the world and it's just not there I looked that one up about two years ago, and it, it in the live version is when they say of the world. But listening to it on the radio and, you know, just coming on classic rock stations when we all had or had to listen to FM radio, um, it always ended of the world every yeah. time. Yeah. But I now it does. That's so weird, man. So with with that thought, though, like the fact that some of these could be remasters, and I know there's some times where it's like, memory can be kind of wonky and stuff like that. Do you think that what's your opinion on like Mandela effects as far as like, do you think the bulk of them are kind of obscured by the fact that there's some easily explainable answers? Do you think that? Well, there's always like, some sort of explanation, but right. most people just say that you are misremembering your, you, you're uh, thinking of something else. Like with the Britney Spears, I, I would freaked out because I was, to make a TikTok about boy bands and Britney Spears, oops, and, and it again came on. And she always had a little microphone that like on her face. Yeah. And now the microphone's gone. And the thing with that is I can remember where I was, who I was with, where we were watching it when we watched the making, making the video on MTV. And that was the it thing. Was my, there. my sisters would like tape a little fake microphone when they were emulating Britney Spears when we were kids. So, so like, even I know that one. And it's just not it's, in the music video anymore? It's not in the music video, but... That's weird. The thing that I think happened is I think somebody might be playing 
a trick on us, basically trying to gaslight us because there's still a point in the video where she goes up and looks like she's touching her face, but that's when she adjusted the mic. So did they digitally take the mic out just to mess with everybody? See, that's what I want to know is like in the information age, is it possible that a lot of these are... I wonder this all the time, like when it comes to, yeah, it's gaslighting, but I wonder this all the time when it comes to stuff like the QAnon stuff, the flat earth stuff. I wonder how much of it is just, we need to put people down rabbit holes that ultimately don't lead anywhere and don't matter as much because it will take up time of inquisitive people from the stuff we maybe don't want them to see. And I hate, I I hate being that person that's like, everything's a distraction. That annoys me because people do that all the time. I saw your TikTok on earlier, so I know it annoys you too when people do that all the time. But sometimes, sometimes it's a distraction, right? Yeah. Well, why would a top-ranking military intelligence official put any sort of message on a public forum that can be deciphered? That doesn't make sense to me. Right. Unless John Tidor, when he went back to 2036, is able to send posts to wherever from his IBM 1500 that he went to 1975 for. So is John Tidor Q and posting from the future. And then when things change, because people are like, Oh, the predictions were wrong. Were they, or did they decipher the message change something? And now he's going to update with a new uh, breadcrumb or Q post or drop or whatever you want to call it. Q drops, yeah. I wonder that too, but I also think back to the history of like the UFO phenomena. So I'm I'm really bad with names, so forgive me for this. But there was a guy. There's a couple of different stories. So one of them there was a, there was a famous guy in the UFO conventions that would go around and say some pretty outrageous stuff, and he was he had so much renown. It comes out he's a CIA agent. Uh, there's that another John one. Ramirez? It might have been John Ramirez. There was another one, too, where there was a guy who lived across the road from a an Air Force base, I believe it was, or a, maybe it was an Army base back then because the Army Air Force were didn't separate uh, until whenever. But uh, basically, they would... He had a radio in his shack and radio shack. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Ah. He lived in this little shack across the road and he had this this uh, like ham radio and they started sending signals to him because they were trying to figure out if they could encrypt their signals enough that other people wouldn't pick it up and they would send the strange, like weird alien stuff to him and he would report it because he's like, dude, I'm hearing aliens are saying this to me. They literally ended up driving this guy insane, but that's kind of from what I understand, what kicked off a lot of a lot of the infiltration of these different conspiracy groups. So uh, when I, when I think of Q, I think if they put true stuff in there, which there is true stuff in the Q drops and things like that, people are focusing on some of the right. real issues now, which is why I don't have the biggest problem with it. But what I'm I'm worried is that it's a big psyop in the fact that now all of the true stuff gets lumped in with the, uh, you know, hold the line, trust the plan. Trump's going to be back in office in August of 2021. And because that stuff doesn't come true, I wonder if that is a way to discredit the the truth they hooked people with. So basically well, they can say, well, you don't have to think that the world is run by elite pedophiles. Pfizer didn't just do some satanic ritual in front of the world. Like, come while on. While an uh, earthquake <laughs> went down and a bunch of people right. died. Right. So like, I, I just, I feel like it, it's working more for the people who want, who want to get away with the being satanic pedophiles and running the world. If they can make the other side look crazy because then everything they say gets lumped into it's BS. This is the same as Trump's going to be back in August of 2021. Well, the 
even the original report of the guy with the hammer at Nancy Pelosi's husband's house yeah. was that he was they they had a romantic relationship at one point and he was a scorned lover coming to kill him and was you know just a nut job but now he's a Q theorist that was brainwashed by the right wing media and right. you know going nuts and then he actually he was allowed to call into like a news station and give his whole story when is that ever allowed when has that happened <clears throat> that guy screams mk ultra to me absolutely yeah absolutely he does and that's the thing about the mk ultra agents that i think a lot of people don't get is they're trying to put these people under well look he says this right wing thing or he says this left wing thing and then everybody can make them who they want them to be and that's kind of the whole point of mk ultra is they have this you know multiple personalities they can make them fit into the, all these different groups they can make them infiltrate all these different groups and then when the shit hits the fan at the end of the day they're like the right's going to blame him for being a, a nudist hippie in san francisco and the left's going to blame him for ha- being on some QAnon blog and yeah either I way it works to the to the uh, elite's favor I would yeah say. they just have to make people look crazy and a yeah. lot of times they are there's a lot i lived in florida yeah. for a while there's a lot of crazy people but florida man's real right oh yeah yeah he's yeah. everywhere <laughs> he's everywhere yeah um so going back really quick to january 3rd i on jan well i'm trying to remember the days exactly i don't remember if we recorded an episode on it, it might have been on january 3rd or january 4th but it was before i saw and before anybody really saw this reporting coming out of Russia saying that they shot down a UFO and me and Abby recorded an episode saying, I think they're going to start like pushing this UFO stuff on people. I think they're going to start reporting on it or, or faking UFOs or whatever. And what was interesting about that is in the past, every time that there was a suspected UFO shot down, it was no, this is a weather balloon. No, this is this. No, this is that. Shut up. The, the men in black come and in. Now and now instead people. of saying that there's a weather balloon, they say it's a UFO. <laughs> yeah. And now, now that Russia just comes out, it's like, yeah, we shot down a, <laughs> a spaceship. So I just want to play this clip for people who maybe didn't see it because there actually is video footage of this too, which I find uh, really interesting. So let's. Our interesting stories chat with Richard Southern. And Richard, the Russian government is making some pretty major claims tonight. Yeah, I mean, we're not too happy, I guess, with the Russian government uh, right now. But uh, that aside, Russian air defenses, Melissa, did say that they shot down a UFO. They actually released some video of it. We're looking at it here. Uh, This was reportedly shot down in the Rostov area near the Ukraine border. The governor of this Russian region said the UFO was a small-sized object in the shape of a ball, and was flying roughly a mile and a half in high in the sky on January 3rd when the decision was made to shoot it down. Now, it is not clear what the object is. It's certainly possible. It was a, you know... A- so my question is, in this video, is that round ball of light, the missile shooting it down, or is that the UFO? Because it sounded like from some of the reports I read that that round, that the UFO was was round. Well, I, I saw a couple videos of it. And I, I think there is a light in the sky. It, I'm, I'm just trying to remember it now. Um, and you see a surface-to-air missile go up, and then you see a small explosion, and that was it. But what I, the reasonable explanation that I can come up with is that it is a high-tech military technology drone that we just don't know about because we shouldn't know about it. Right. <laughs> and that's what was shot down. 
So I but, actually agree with that take, but I, I, it's interesting to me that they're calling it a UFO. When it, before it would always been the conspiracy theorists called the UFO, and the government says it's a drone or a weather balloon or whatever. So the right. fact that that's now shifted is what's interesting. Yeah, they're they're going more towards the insane, basically. But <clears throat> there's also there's been a ton of these sightings, which they all could be drones. But there was one that was hovering in. Um, over a club in Las Vegas for like 15 minutes. There's another one where there's three green lights in the sky and there's a bunch of tourists uh, videotaping it. And the, oh, the, uh, around January 3rd was when they grounded all of the flights in right, North America. I remember that. Yeah. And before the week before that, they grounded all of the flights in like Indonesia or somewhere in Southeast Asia. Um, that immediately said to me that they were worried about an EMP and they didn't want planes falling out of the sky. But yeah. what if they knew that there were UFOs and they didn't want anybody to either crash or see or them? See them? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too. And it's funny because I keep bringing up project blue book and then every time I bring it up, like something happens. What, what's your thoughts on, do you think this is possible? Or I'm saying blue book, sorry, blue beam. It's so it's so easy for me to get those mixed up. I know that blue book was the 1940s, 1950s investigation of UFOs. Blue beam, for people who don't know, is the idea that they would fake UFOs and stuff like that to convince people of whatever, you know, the, the second coming of Christ is a part of it. There's a lot of different, it's kind of weird. Serge Manass is a little all over the place, uh, and his, his info is probably a little dated, but the fact that they would fake things and wonders in the sky and fake archaeological finds and stuff like that to convince people uh, to follow one world religion is essentially the idea behind Blue Beam. Yeah. Uh, Werner von Braun had warned about it, but. Right. There, That's what I say to people, by the way. It goes back way further than 1995 with Serge Manast. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. There, there's an ominous feeling that there is going to be some sort of event coming, and it's going to be used to assert total authority and total control. Um, but that's not a new theory. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with the uh, the Russian underwater nuke Poseidon that could send a 500-meter 500, 500 nuclear tidal wave uh, and an EMP blast or a... Uh, alien invasion or something that seems like an alien invasion is going to be staged invasion just like every other false flag that has been used to get us into a war or to take our rights away yeah uh quick shout out to uh satasha over here with our five dollar super chat for oh, wow. super chat of the night uh it says las vegas woman here came here from twitter being weird thank you for being here uh satasha appreciate you appreciate the five dollar super chat I, I, again, I'm just going to apologize to people really quick. I am testing a new streaming software. I said this early on. That's why we had some weird audio issues at the beginning. I'm still figuring it out. And I just realized that I can't actually see the super chats here the same way that I could in the program I was using before. But I know I, I, I thought it looked interesting, so I had to pull it up over here to, to check. So um, the other thing I'm just going to say is normally we go over to uh, Rumble only at the end of it and just kind of ask questions. We'll still do an extended uh, time where you guys can just ask us questions. We'll be reading chat and paying more attention to that. And you can ask Maddie, whatever you guys want. I just don't know if I don't know if this program will let me shut off every like individual channels. It, 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 we're probably not going to end up using this program in the future. Um, but I just wanted to test it out and maybe if they fix stuff, we'll come back to it. But there was I got to move closer to the wall to get no to a problem. charger. There <laughs> was some features with this program that I really liked and I was hopeful about it. And I've been testing it out today 
And it's it's like right there to where I want to make the switch, but we probably probably won't yet. So any uh, just again, apologies for any issues with this stream. Thank you again for the super chat. And uh, at the end of the show, we'll, we'll, we'll continue to, to talk and do stuff like that. And for people who are listening on audio, you guys can come over to conspiracypill.locals.com to get the full audio podcast that includes the I would normally say the Rumble extension, but I don't know if we'll, I don't know if it'll be exclusive to Rumble today. So you guys on YouTube and Odyssey and everywhere else will get lucky with that. Um, and I just want to remind you guys, I'm actually going to be filming another unhinged episode tonight for the locals channel. So if you guys want to get bonus content, you guys come over there for $5 a month and get bonus episodes. And uh, we're going to be trying to do more of that. We've had a bit of a crazy month. So we, been behind a few weeks on getting those episodes out. So apologies and thank you all for, for supporting what we do here in conspiracy build. Um, I also probably didn't mention that Abby's not here tonight. She's got a work thing. She might pop in at some point. So, so we'll see, we'll see with Abby, but uh, yeah. So where were we with this, with this UFO stuff? Did you see that this, um, did you see that there was another article from, from the daily mail about UFOs kind of buzzing um, Putin when he was giving a speech last week? I saw it briefly. I didn't really look into it. Um, I've been all over the place, but yeah, yeah, same, dude. I it's, did see it briefly. I also saw a video of something buzzing around a satellite, like it was checking out a satellite, and then you know, changed direction at an incredible speed without any sort of propulsion. There's been a bunch of those, but the fact that they're on the news and they're in mainstream media and they're acknowledging them is different and it's odd and it's unsettling i thought this back in 2022 when uh not 2022 2020 as well uh when they started you know doing these hearings about uaps all of a sudden tucker carlson's talking about ufos every night now he's talking about cattle mutilation stuff like that and we get uh the government going okay okay we're not gonna call them ufos we'll call them uaps because now we don't sound crazy but we're gonna talk about ufos and have the pentagon release stuff we're gonna release the nimitz uh footage and all these other things I found it interesting that they're doing this because I don't know if this is them preparing us for something that's coming, whether it's a, a staged fake alien invasion in order to like insert dominance over people. If they know more about the UFO phenomenon, which I think is true anyway. Uh, and, and they're kind of soft going to release things like over time, like uh, predictive programming kind of right. Like, so they do the predictive yeah. programming in the movies and then they start saying, okay, we'll call them UAPs. And yeah, here's a weird video and like now it just becomes more and more and more mainstream and more of a normal talking point like where this is normally no one would a conspiracy theorist would be talking about ufos and now you've got every major political podcast talking about this but my whole thing with the ufos is why would they have why would they use a ufo well or why would they use a craft of any kind because right they, space travel at that the distances that the planets are you know between each other like unless there's a wormhole and it's just like a little pod like uh, in the movie captain nova or in um the atom project that would make sense but like for actual interstellar travel probably not um i think they're man-made with alien tech if that makes sense though that leads me to another question because i I always like to ask this do you think and I think you kind of answered this, but do you think that the alien stuff, do you think that that's interdimensional or more interplanetary things? Like, I don't think it's interplanetary. There's well, a lot of reasons be, I don't. It could be both. Um, they could just be like they open wormholes from one planet to another planet, but it also could be interdimensionally. Like they're in a parallel universe that they can 
just travel at, at will. But that also goes into the Simpsons version of simulation theory yeah, where yeah. they could or pretty much there's a bunch of movies like that where they can either shrink down or go into the realm that they've created. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's a bunch of weird stuff. Simulation theory is interesting. I've been studying Gnosticism lately and kind of how uh, like Philip K. Dick was a hardcore uh, Gnostic. And that's if you really, there's a, there's a letter he wrote to a friend essentially that was like, here's how you decipher my books. This is what the parts of the Gnostic religion that they're referring to. Um, And then there was this uh, book I was reading about Gnosticism in the end. He was talking about like popular culture and the matrix. And we hear the matrix talk all the time. We hear stuff about simulation theory. We hear about, you know, Philip K. Dick's stuff is popular again, black box or black mirror, things like that, that kind of play with those concepts are, are popular again. What's your thoughts like overall on like the simulation theory stuff? It makes sense. And uh, professor, I think Dr. Gates was talking in a panel with a bunch of other physicists. And the one thing that caught me was he said, I never thought that I would be living in my lifetime. We would come to the realization that the matrix was a documentary. And he's, <laughs> he's talking about finding binary codes in like the ethers of the universe where they send out you know, radio signals in order to uh, even measure things. And it comes back as ones and zeros as computer code. So on the edge of the observable universe is like a computer code wall, basically, which is the matrix. So it's possible that we're all in a simulation. I, it's interesting to me because like the simulation theory stuff I find kind of fascinating because on one hand, uh, on one hand, I, I see, you know, a lot of the stuff that you're talking about. I see the fact that like things don't make sense. I was trying to wrap my head around this idea lately and I'm going to screw this up. So I'm not going to go into it, but like this idea that these articles are coming out saying that the universe is not locally real. Do you know what that means? Probably going to screw it up. Basically, no. like if you don't, if you're not observing things, they don't act the same. Oh way. yeah, no. Like if a tree falls in the wilderness, it actually doesn't make a sound unless somebody's right, there to right, observe yeah. it. Yeah, so they were kind of proving this with like proton or yeah, like launching, launching Australia proton. exists for you because you've been there. It doesn't exist for <laughs> me because I have not. Right, but I yeah. can observe it though. Yeah, it's odd. It, it's, it a, is, it's too far above me. <laughs> it is odd, but I find it. I find it interesting because like on one hand, just coming this like from a religious aspect on one hand, it's like if you take simulation theory to its conclusion, it's like there's some master programmer out there who created this simulation. And it just seems like a weird way to talk about the idea of God of like God being some kind of like, yeah, that's why I like, um, like techie. I don't know. Yeah, it, that's what I keep trying to tell people is that it doesn't negate religion. It just just no, means it, it could be a different religion. Um, my phone think- is going to die, and this is going to be bad. Oh <laughs> man! <laughs> Do you need a second to go plug it in? It, it is plugged in, but it's taken up so much battery that it doesn't care. <laughs> I'm going to move a different plug though. All right, man. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we don't. Hopefully we don't lose you. Uh, yeah, let me read some of the chats while you're doing that. Um, let me see where we got, uh, God is the master program. That's kind of what I was talking about lit is I feel like, I feel like in a lot of ways, simulation theory is, is the way that we under, we it's, 
how do I put this? I find the, the alien stuff interesting and the simulation stuff interesting because in a lot of ways, we have different ways of looking at reality based on our current level of technology. So Yeah, and perception is reality. So when you're reading things like the Old Testament, um, when they describe the end times, they describe these things as beasts and uh right. chariots and stuff like that it could very well be like black hawk helicopters it could be right. like apache helicopters uh you know it made a sound like an earthquake which would be a tank well, let me <laughs> like ask they you, didn't so have you words have, for it have you ever read um the mothman prophecies by john keel i know of them i have never read it Dude, you, it's super, it's super interesting stuff. But my favorite part of the book actually is very early on where he's talking about the UFO phenomena and he's, he talks about history and he's like, well, in this time period, people would see strange lights and things moving in the sky and they would describe them as this. And he goes through all of them and he's like, and in, you know, the early pioneer day, days of America, people look in the sky and they would see strange lights and they would say, that's a witch on a broom with a lantern. So I find this interesting that we describe the same phenomena over and over and over again throughout all of history. Like that's the thing to understand it. All of these things are not new. It's just that we have a different way of looking at them, of talking about them because uh, essentially because uh, hold on, I got to figure this out really quick. Abby just got in here. I'm trying to add her in because that's our current level of technology and understanding. So I feel like a lot of times the little green men in the round metallic spaceships is our way of understanding because we're still stuck in this like, 1950s sci-fi movie understanding of the universe. And it's probably something much stranger than even that. We've grown and by leaps and bounds in such a short amount of time. Like for in 15, 10, 15 years, we went from flip phones to being lucky that we have a camera on them to this (laughs) where we're talking to a whole bunch of people all at once and they can see us. Right. And I'm just but like, I wouldn't have imagined that in high school. And now we can see Dark Abby is joining the Hi, stream. Abby. Abby, what's going on? <laughs> hey, guys. How are you? Good. We're just having a great conversation about simulation theory and aliens and witches and all kinds of good stuff. So how just how unhinged and I'm not even asking you guys. I'm asking the chat because I don't trust you. How unhinged <laughs> did it get in my absence? I think, I think we're just reasonable. I think we're, the, we're just at the beginning of getting unhinged. Like we haven't even gotten to that part yet. Mm, we, were, we were actually okay. waiting for Dark Abby to get here to get super unhinged. <laughs> so <laughs> we're, we're just talking, talking about, like quantum mechanics, really. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about John Keel a little bit. I know that okay. you and me have been talking about how we want to cover some some John Keel books in the future. Shout out in the chat for by the way. If anybody's read John Keel, let me know what you think of what you think of his work. But go ahead. He's kind of insane in like the best way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here we go. Chat. We got uh, Jess over here saying there are some hinges. So that <laughs> <Okay>. is <laughs> Dr. Bob's nightmare says totally hinged. I feel like that's almost an insult. I'm not trying to be totally. Yeah, I think we're being pretty reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> don't say we're totally hinged. I don't know. Anyway, little, little unhinged, but there's, there's some hinges left. Um, <laughs> Uh, Tasha says uh, months before the Wright brothers flight, people didn't think flight tech would be available for millions of years, according to some newspapers. Yeah. And that's the thing. We do look at our world based on our mythologies, our pop culture, our understanding of technology and stuff like that. It's interesting to bring up the old Testament because in Ezekiel, he talks about these strange wheels in the sky with eyes around them. 
And yes. if you think about that in a metallic way, that sounds like a round UFO with portholes, doesn't it? Yep. yep. And he says it moves laterally, like it doesn't turn. So I always found that part of Ezekiel really interesting where it's like, I think he's I think he's seeing what we're seeing in the sky, the same types of UFOs. And the chariots of fire, um, when right. uh, Elijah was taken up in a chariot of fire, would right. that have been some sort of spacecraft? Hmm. Who knows? Right. Yeah, absolutely. What's your thoughts, Abby? Also, uh, how was your how's your work stuff? Are you driving home now? What's your what's your thought? Uh, what are you up to? I, I I pulled over in a church parking lot. I told myself I would give myself a little bit of time to like collect myself after like twelve hours with human beings, and then <laughs> I pulled over to talk to you guys. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm also trying to get to you guys' chats on Rumble and, and Odyssey as well. Uh, so really quick, um, do we have? Did you have any final thoughts you want to leave people with? And then we'll end the uh, the the audio only section. We'll go over and just talk and answer questions and get get actually unhinged with people for a little while. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Uh- no, I can't think of anything at the uh, right now. I'm just trying to make sure that my phone doesn't die. <laughs> well, so you said you're starting your oh, new podcast. Terrible. I'm sorry. I know. I hope it doesn't die. You said you're starting your new podcast on Monday, right? That's the tentative date as of right now. Um, okay. It's not going to be a live podcast until we, you know, make sure we know what we're doing. Uh, but we're at least going to record either Sunday or Monday, and it'll be up that night. Gotcha. Awesome. Hopefully. So where can people, where can people find this for the audio? It I'll, put it, I'll put yet. it in the, it has not, do you, do you have a uh, rumble channel set up or anything like that? Yes. Or? Uh, most likely it'll be on rumble. Uh, we'll probably also post it on YouTube and I'm going to make little clips of it available. Um, if we do video, even like we haven't really decided a whole lot. We both have ADHD. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Oh, uh, make little clips of it for TikTok and, We'll kind of go from there. We're, it's going to be touch and go for at least a couple episodes. Awesome. So people can find you on TikTok at Maddie Ice Rants. Is it 2.0 now or is it still? Nope. Still still just Maddie Ice Rants. Still got the original. Okay. I thought so. So you can find him on TikTok at Maddie Ice Rants and on Rumble at, is it Matt? I'm trying remind me what the Rumble uh, is. I think uh, Maddie Ice 87 on Rumble. Right. Awesome. So yeah, go follow him there. Check out his new podcast as it comes out. What was the what was the name again? Or is it? I know it's not set in the stone. The conspiracy cabin. Get the whole story. All right, I love it. Thank you so much, Maddie. Uh, we will end this section and we will start uh, answering your guys' questions. So stick around for that. And if you're listening later, go over to conspiracypilled.locals.com and you can get the full audio uh, podcast there with the extended session. That I like I said, I normally call it the Rumble section, but tonight we're not going to go strictly to rumble uh, and we will see you guys next week.